Uh, I hope they captured that that cat meowing in post because it's just perfect. It makes people think that we're just sitting at home in our basements when in reality we're going to talk about a topic where we're we're getting out into the world. Well, good afternoon, evening, or early a.m., wherever you are listening to this podcast. Um, this is another episode of the Nick and Nolan Show, as a matter of fact. How are you doing, Nick? I'm great. How are you doing, Nolan? I'm doing fantastic. Obviously, not getting enough sleep as of late, but that's because I've been traveling. World traveler? I wouldn't say that. Um, but I love I love traveling. I love going on trips. Are you a traveling fool. <laughs> yeah, traveling to see the sights. Um, awesome. You know, there's an interesting interesting article I read recently that had myths about millennials and when it came to traveling. And one of the things that I think is pretty easy to debunk, or maybe it's not. Maybe we're gonna have an argument about this. Yeah. Do millennials travel only to get Instagram photos? Oh. Ooh. Now a lot of people would question my traveling trips because everybody knows where I go based on my Instagram photos. So if you follow me on Instagram, at Nolan Matters, then you can see all the fun trips that I have. Shameless plug. That is a shameless plug. That's right. Actually, I'm a private account, so I have to accept your follow. So that's not necessarily shameless. So am I. <laughs> we're, we're not quite there yet with our influence. That's true. We're getting there, though. But yeah, I would say as someone who's young, um, there's like this trope that people will talk about, travel while you're young. And I try to live that to the full ex- extent, but I also want to travel when I'm older and elderly. And well, right. yeah, I want to travel when I'm older too, because I can afford more. That's hopefully. right. Travel whenever you can, I think, is what the conclusion will be. But we should probably wait to get to that till the end of the podcast. Yes. So, but yeah, I thought it'd be fun to share some stories of our traveling, why it's important to travel and get out of your own little bubble. I think is helpful. There's several reasons why we can go over that. And if you want to share just a couple of places you've been or where you are going and some traveling tips, that is what is ahead in this epic traveling episode. So wherever you are traveling to, listener, just listen up and hopefully you'll learn something. And hopefully you're listening to us while you're traveling. Like on a train or green eggs and ham. That's where I was going with that, but it did not materialize how I thought. (laughs) So we're going off the cuff tonight, but... All right. As so, we do every night. <laughs> no, I, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I have things pretty flushed out. So anyways, pretty exciting stuff when it comes to travel. And I just thought we should talk about what should we know about traveling. And I think the fundamental question I think of is why should we travel? And especially why should we travel while we're young? Yeah. So why don't we dive into that? And what are your thoughts? Why should we travel, Nick? I think there's a lot of reasons that we should travel. I think it's different for everybody. The one consistent reason I would say that we probably all share is just to enjoy this beautiful earth that God gave us. And there's so many places that there are in the world to travel that you know are just sights to see, really. And even in your own, if you don't have the, the means to go on a like a longer trip or an extended trip uh you know to a far pl- far away place 
there's places that you could travel in your own states, I'm sure, and, you know, day trips, lots of different reasons. I think traveling for a lot of people, if you do it right, which is what we're going to talk about, right, is kind of like a reset button. So you can get away from the mundane of life and just the routine for a little bit and kind of reset your, you know, your stress levels, your brains, come to experience some new environments and i think there's a lot of health benefits to that in itself and i mean so many other things that that i could probably list for why to travel and why to do it younger would be you know if you have the opportunity to before you settle down if you want to have a family with kids it'll be harder to travel not impossible but your traveling will look different right and you're not going to be able to take kids to certain places that you might just by yourself or with a significant other. So travel while you can to those like exotic destinations where you're just having to afford yourself. And then you can, uh, you know, experience travel in another way, uh, other ways when you, when you get older, when you are in different life stages. So, and then when you're older, you, you know, retire, you can travel when you, uh, you know, when you... We can travel away from this, this hungry cat. <laughs> cat is not hungry. The cat is annoying. This is real life. We can travel to get away from the pets. The cat wants to be in the episode, I think. Onyx. The cat, the cat does not get to travel. And no. So the cat will be in the episode. Jealousy. Only if he shuts up. Hopefully he doesn't scratch out our eyes. No spoilers there. Just, um, just, for, just for context, he's a black cat who is the spawn of Satan. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> now, he's a good cat, but sometimes he's a pain in the butt. So, so yeah, so... Back to travel, I think... <laughs> what do you have to add? Well, I think it's the important reason on why we should travel when we're young is because it gives us perspective. It's such a learning experience. It really is. Are you reading something? No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded very scripted. No, I, I, I did take a couple notes. But, oh, okay. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's just, no one's just reading yeah, a travel right. blog. Travel blogs, just no. Why to travel when you're young? No, I really do. And I have, I was going to tell a story uh, because it is such a great learning experience as opposed to traveling when you're older, when you know everything when you're older. Traveling when you're young helps you learn and figure out, you know, how to navigate life in such an important way. And so for me, being such a planner, it's always fun to plan out a trip and do things on the fly and see how things work when it comes to like transportation when it comes to yeah. last minute things, when it comes to packing. And I'll just tell you right now, I'm the worst when it comes to packing. So traveling really helps me be more minimalist and it helps me get rid of the things that aren't necessities and try to really hone in on what do I really need and what will I use for this trip. And it's mm-hmm. really amazing when you think about it and you go on a trip and you take a bag and if you think about what did I actually use. Did yeah. I really use those three pairs of jeans and those 12 pairs of socks for the weekend overnight stay at my, my aunt's? No, didn't. Yeah, well, I think a, a common, at least for me, and you guys can let us know uh, if you you know do this also if you have this mindset. But I think a common, maybe I, w- I would say maybe mistake or a wrong place to start is that you plan, you over plan. You like depending on how long you're going to be gone, you plan for that many amounts of um, you know outfits. So it's like oh, I'm going to be gone five days. I should at least bring five pairs of underwear. And, you know, and it's good to, to plan, you know, for certain situations, but if you're going to, you know, be traveling, you don't know really what, 
you don't know everything that might happen. You know, you can't you can't uh, anticipate, anticipate all, all I think this. That's stuff. a good point too, just with over planning and talking about that, because it's not just in the fact of packing that you can over plan. You can over plan to the extent where you try to line up all the things you want to see mm-hmm. on a trip, for instance. Yeah, and you can really miss out on some of the spontaneous, uh, exciting, maybe local things that happen. Um, and this past weekend, I was able to go on a train ride to Choo-choo. Seattle from Sacramento to Seattle. It's a 19-hour train ride. And I think what I did with planning is I just had bullet points of here are the five, the top five things I want to see. And then we'll just go from there. And, of course, we were able to see far more than that. And we actually got recommendations by people on the train of different things to make sure we check out while we were there. Um, it ended up being such a fun trip. And we... And when you over plan, I think the um, one of the challenges or I guess a problem that can arise is you can start getting stressed out. You can be like, oh, I have to go see this. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, I'm not going to be able to make it now because time constraints. And so it's helpful to know what you want to do when you're traveling and have a rough idea. But you have to leave room for the adventure, yeah. for the spontaneity, um, for just those fun things to be able to happen. And that's what's going to make a more memorable trip. Because you'll be able to come back and be like, hey, this is what I thought I was going to do. I ended up doing this. And this is what I learned. Again, back to the learning that I'm not reading on a website here. Hmm. Just back, this is what I learned. I think that's really important. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I also think that, um, you know, you got to find a balance for when you're planning. Because especially for somebody like me, and I know there's a lot of you out there who you know, kind of have an- anxiety uh, when it comes to just certain things, certain situations, you want to plan it out. You want to know what you're you're getting into. You want to kind of have an itinerary so your day is planned so you can kind of, I guess, have a sense of control. And that is helpful to an extent. And I'll definitely talk about that with the trip that I'm planning coming up. However, I I, I know that you can you can do too much. So, Nick, how far in advance do you think it is necessary when planning a trip? I know for different trips you should mm-hmm. have uh, – give yourself more amounts of time to plan it if you're flying somewhere. But how far in advance just in your your experience when you're planning a trip? Because you don't want to do years in advance and say, oh, I'm yeah. definitely going to get there. But yeah. what do you think is a good buffer to say, hey, we should do this maybe this year? Um, well, I think you you know for certain things you want to plan far enough in advance to get good deals. And, um, but at the same time, you don't want to plan too far in advance and lock yourself into something because a lot could change. So I guess my one tip for planning would be if you're going to plan a trip, especially something that you're going to have to save for something that's a little more expensive, definitely get travel insurance. Mm. And, uh, just, if something changes, get the travel insurance where you can just cancel it for no reason. Um, because, you know, you uh, most of the plans, like the inexpensive plans, you will have to have some kind of reason, like a medical reason or something, that you're canceling your trip. So you pay a little more, but you get insurance that will, um, you know, will cover you, and you'll just you'll get reimbursed for your for your trip. And but that's really mostly like for expensive trips, like where you have a like you out know, of the country a flight that yeah. you know that was you know a few hundred dollars. And you're traveling somewhere, like you said, out of country, right? Um, and you have other expenses. But if you're doing something like a train ride, I think you just you know give yourself maybe a month. Um, it really depends. Something bigger, I think you'd want to have more time, like a cruise. If you plan a cruise in advance, 
you you get better rates. You can get some cruises like as low as a few hundred dollars if you plan a year in ahead, a year in advance. So wow, I've never been on a cruise before. Yeah. I would say my one my one tip would be do your research. Use the Google and talk to friends. You know, use your resources. Maybe talk to a travel agent if you can find one that you know won't charge you too much because they do get inside deals and other things on you know, airlines and hotels and cruises and shop around and you know be a consumer but yeah so let's get more detailed now let's actually dive into our trips and travel and i'll give a brief overview of what i like to do every year i'm trying to see for those of you who don't know i'm trying to see all 50 states wow. and i'm halfway there and i'm probably gonna have to go back to some because the idea of how i check these states off is actually a little different i have to go to every single state and state capital city and the capital building that's how I consider checking out. So I've only been to 15, technically, if you want to get technical. But I try to go to at least two or three a year. That's how I knock them out. And so I have that, and I usually plan out, oh, I haven't been to this one. So it gives me good options. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I haven't been here. I can check this out. This year, I'm planning on going to Texas, either in July or August. Now I have friends and, and uh, people that live in Texas. And so I haven't actually started planning the trip. I know it's going to be either late July, early August. And so I'll be looking for tickets in the next couple of weeks, playing tickets and figuring out where I'm going to stay, talking to friends and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's usually my um, my out-of-state travel plans usually revolve around that or visiting my brother in Hawaii every every fall. Um, I usually try to get out of state as, as often as I can, but of course, working like a 40-hour week and not getting a whole lot of time off, you have to be very strategic and like mm-hmm. you said, planning. So planning a little bit in advance is very helpful. And then, yeah, weekend trips are always the best. So, like I said, went for the weekend, which is crazy to think about. But, yeah, I was up in Seattle this past weekend. I just took one day off work and got back on Monday and started working on Monday again. So, there's definitely ways to squeeze in if you really want to do stuff when it comes to travel. If you're very good at time management and those kind of things, then I'd highly recommend looking at uh, something like that that's possible and, and planning that out. And I think I... I think I've been talking to my friend for a few weeks before we actually booked and, and planned that trip, um, but we ended up flushing it all out. I, I would only say about a month and a half in advance of actually going. Yeah. So, But yeah, that gives you enough time to sort of figure out what you're going to do and all the other little details. Yeah, I think if you're, if you're hearing all this and you're getting stressed out because you're a millennial <laughs> and you feel like it's just daunting to to plan something or you know maybe it's too expensive if you think about the you know expenses you have and what you spend on every day like Starbucks Dutch Bros um, you know just oh just going out to eat going that out to eat lots of money for me I mean, like Chipotle it's like 11 if bucks you want to plan a trip day trips are different you know weekend trips are a little different those are a little less expensive you can find a lot of cheap ways to do that. Like we live close to a lot of great destinations that are, you know, within hours. Yeah, the so Sacramento region, come visit us. We can go to San Francisco. We can go to uh, the Lake Tahoe. We, we can want to go to San you know, Francisco. Though. We can go to Fresno. <laughs> all the all the beautiful spots in California. What's in Fresno? Nothing, <laughs> except for our beautiful listeners. If yes. you're there, yes, but. Yeah, no, uh, I think if you want to plan a trip that's bigger, like you want to go to Hawaii, you want to go to Europe, you want to go to Australia, you want to go to even Mexico, just start thinking about it in advance. And even if it means going alone, 
you know, if that's what you like to do, do that. If you want to find some friends to go with or significant other, I'm, all I'm saying is it's possible. And if you plan a far enough in advance, it actually gives you more motivation, I think, because you have like a goal that you're, you're looking towards and, you know, um, psychologically speaking, it's really beneficial to plan stuff in advance that you're going to look forward to. Um, it's really good for your mental health, especially if you're just like, if you have a job that maybe is boring or if you, um, you know, have a routine where you have to have responsibilities, uh, every day of certain things, if you break from that or you plan to break from that, even just, uh, for the weekend, it can be really good for you. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, so Nick, are you traveling anywhere soon? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yes, I am. And I've actually learned a lot about just traveling and tips and talking to people and kind of trying to wrap my, my head around this, this whole uh, trip that I'm planning with my significant other and uh, some of her family, extended family. We are going to Europe. Wow. Yeah, big trip. And so, um, we started planning this in August of last year and, uh, it was brought to our attention from my girlfriend's, uh, aunt and she said, Oh, we're going to plan on going to this, uh, you know, on this trip in May of 2019 and, um, it's cruise. So seven day cruise. And the good thing about cruises is they haven't planned out pretty far. So, we, we knew how much it was going to cost at that point. We could start planning, start saving, and, you know, we had to decide where we're going to fly in and all that. And so we, we had a lot of time to think about what the, uh, you know, what the options were, what the best options were. So for me, I, I and this might not work for you, you know, it might be better for you to do it a different way. But for me, Google was my best friend. And Google Flights is amazing because it compares different airlines. And you will find a lot of times that the cheapest, even though you can use like a third-party service like Travelocity or Expedia or, or Kayak or, or Hopper, Hotels.com, Priceline, you know, all those kind of um, name your price, do it all in one spot kind of things. Uh, are are they're helpful and they're useful, but sometimes you might pay more. So a lot of times you'll end up saving money if you go directly to the airline or the hotel's website and yep. looking at their rates. Um, so keep that in mind and definitely check out Google Flights. You can do notifications for changes in um, in prices and you know for the flight that you're looking for. And I have heard that it's cheaper to fly or to book airline flights on a Tuesday. True. This is very true. Have you heard that? I have heard that. Yeah. So it, it really also depends on where you're going. But sometimes you can get a, like a round trip ticket to Norway, you know, or somewhere like Denmark or Amsterdam and for like, $300 round trip. So yeah, uh, I, I definitely recommend using your resources online. Uh, just doing a Google search for, you know, your destination and planning far enough in advance. And uh, for this trip that we're going on, 
I did that with uh, our flights. So I got us a really good deal through just um, comparing costs from the different airlines and did it far enough in advance. So I got a better deal. Now you can take a risk too if you want and and book like sooner to your your uh, you know your your leaving date, but that's a risk because sometimes the um, the prices will go down, uh, you know, just last minute prices, but they can also be really expensive. So it's always just safer to plan far enough in advance uh, if you can. Um, I know there's some resources out there like same day hotel and stuff like that where you can just get a last minute room for really cheap, but plan in advance, plan as far in advance as you can. And then if you're going somewhere out of country, like I am, do your research on the region. And we're going to be going to London and Paris and Spain, um, and Italy. Ooh, and so Italy, that's one of the places I definitely want to go. Uh, what I did was I, I learned, or I'm still learning about like, what to do and and if you want to travel in an easy way i recommend a cruise because they kind of package it all together for you right they have itineraries of options with their different stops and different things you can yeah do. yeah so two, if, you, two are if you've never been on a cruise definitely recommend a cruise because it's like all inclusive you you can book the excursions for each stop that you go on and you know you get a place to stay every night on the boat you have dinner included and all that kind of stuff. So it that that's really a, a fun way to travel. Um, but if you're just wanting to you know go somewhere um, differently, then I recommend getting some travel books or maybe just going to Barnes and Noble and sitting down in the travel section, reading the book and uh, you know reading a couple books. I recommend Rick Steves. He is a traveler, and I think you've seen him on. Uh, like maybe a travel channel um, or PBS, but he has like a travel series and he has a whole website and books on each, um, you know, a lot of places like specifically, specifically for me, I checked out his book on France and Paris. So there's a lot of tips, including phrases on, you know, the language. And I highly recommend that, but book everything in advance that you can, uh, including the, you know, sightseeing, because all that stuff gets really busy. Uh, people wait in line to get into a lot of places. And so we we did our research, or at least I say I did my research. I did our research <laughs> for for most of us. And yeah, it, it, it was a big ordeal. It was you know like eight months, nine months in the you know in the making. It took it doesn't have to be that way every time, but if you give yourself enough time, um You'll, you'll have a lot better experience. And uh, yeah, we're leaving next week, so I am looking forward to it. I'm still crossing off all my, you know, little... my little and dotting those eyes and making sure you didn't pack too much. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even thought about packing it. Now, I have. Is this probably one of the most extensive trips you think you'll have gone on out of the country? Definitely. Like... This is the most extensive trip that I have ever been on. Uh, the last trip that I went on that was big was just a cruise, Mexican cruise. And so that was like a four or five hour flight to get to Texas to, to leave, to go on the cruise. Um, this is later you were in Mexico. Yep. Pretty (laughs) much. And then this, this trip is like an 11 hour flight international. I've never done that before. If, If you've done that, then you know, you're, you're way ahead of me and, 
a long flight. I mean, New York is a long flight, but not that long. I haven't even been to New York. We'll have to go to New York sometime. Yeah. It's we'll, nice there. we'll record a podcast episode live. We'll do, we'll do a York. traveling. I mean, the whole idea traveling is to do a traveling podcast. Yeah. And go to every state and country we want to go to and quit our day jobs and just meet the people. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll just go meet our, meet our adoring fans. Yeah, so we'll be interested. We'll do like a little bit of recap in a couple of weeks with your trip, and you can yeah. say some of the things that you learned or some of the sites yeah. that you saw. Yeah, I've uh, got I've got a lot of tips from coworkers and family members on just how to plan it, and um, we'll see if all of that works out. There's some things that I will try out, and then I can recommend, and some things that I think might not work from some of the um, stuff that I've been told, but. We'll wait and see kind of how it all plays out in um, the trip because the trip is two weeks long and I'm leaving next week Ooh, and we'll do a recap and see uh, see how my experience was. I'll, I'll lay out all kind of the, if you're going to go on that kind of trip, I'll, I'll just tell you some of the pointers and then some of the basics of just traveling in general that I learned. So look yeah. forward to that. One of the things I would say, and I would, I would recommend you this, is talk to people and i know that sounds like <laughs> revolutionary in our day and age but if you really think about it like when people travel we talked about the instagram thing earlier mm-hmm. people always have their phone out they're taking pictures all the time trying to capture the best moment but you gotta you gotta set aside some time to just talk to people learn about people from that area yeah especially if you're going to a different country and well, if you can and it might be difficult to actually with, talk to right them right with, unless with some you, people speak english and, and yeah obviously and I know you'll have a good time on the eleven-hour flight to brush up on your, you know, well, all the different I, French and Italian. I, and I will, I will let you know how this works, but I will be, tr- I'll be heavily relying on Google Translate. Well, that'll be good. And Google, Google Translate, if you don't know, has a conversation mode. So you turn conversation mode on. You say something in your language, mm-hmm. and it spits it out in the other language, and then the other person can reply in their language, and it'll spit it out in your language. That would have been such a helpful thing to use on my train trip because we were talking to someone from Oregon and I could not understand a single... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but I just think on my train trip, I thought about this. I was able to mm-hmm. meet a lot of great people and learn a lot from people from Oregon and specifically and some people from Washington. But we also met someone at dinner. Uh, I traveled with my, with my good buddy and we met someone at dinner and it was really cool the way Amtrak does their seating. We took the Amtrak Star Surfliner, Starliner all the way. And we had a room there, and so dinner meals are included, and they have those booths of like four. And so if you're, you know, just whatever is in your party, they fill up the booths because they don't have a seating for everybody at the same time. So they give you like a reservation for a certain time. But we got to be able to sit next to a like movie producer slash uh, guy who worked at 20th Century Fox, who worked at Universal, and he worked at Cartoon Network. And it was just a really cool... You know, you know, you put down the phone, you're checking out this incredible scenery on the train, you're eating a really great dinner, and you're able to hear the experience of someone and how they got into their career. And he got into it because his mom used to work on uh, the sets of studios and things, and that's how he learned what he used to do. He does, like, some um, accounting work, which just sounds easy. But he gets to actually do, like, a lot of stuff for charities, and he's very heavily involved and, you know, with different actors that come through. And It's pretty incredible when you think about it. And so... All that to say, 
it's nice to every once in a while when you're traveling is to hear the stories of other people and get that experience from mm-hmm. other people because you don't know when you're going to necessarily be exposed to that again. Right. And I think traveling just opens up that opportunity to really meet new people who have done a lot more than you. They've probably done a lot more traveling than you and you just get to learn from them. And that's one of the things that I just really, I really do love about traveling. Yeah. And I, I would say if you are, you know, if you're, if you're one of those people who, who kind of plays into the stereotypes of traveling and what you should do to have a good time or, or what you shouldn't do, kind of just try to throw all that out the window. And if you like to plan, maybe just set aside some time to, not have something planned just to try to go out of your comfort zone but it's okay to plan it's okay to like have everything planned out because that's what makes you comfortable and if you're somebody who just wants to be spontaneous try to plan some things just to you know kind of go against the grain of what you're used to but then go and be spontaneous so don't think that one is better than the other when you're traveling just you know do do what what you feel most comfortable because you're going in a situation where you're you're not familiar you know a lot of the times with the area and right just keep that in mind i'd say yeah there's no perfect way to travel so i don't think so and you you learn a lot of what you like and what you don't like throughout travel and what you can you can cope with and what you can't do you, do you need those who three? you can cope with yeah who you, who can. you can't do you need those three pairs of sunglasses because you seem to lose one on every single you know different leg of the trip that's should you get a haircut before you leave shave oh oh definitely you know? just things to think about in in the world that we live in so those are pretty much all the tips that i have when it comes to traveling not necessarily an extensive list but yeah i think it's we definitely answered the question that you should travel any age is important but definitely while you're young i mean get out there see what's out there because you never know one day you might actually find a place that you don't want to just travel to once that you might want to just be there forever. So yeah. and if you're a, um, you know, if you're a nomad, if you're somebody who just kind of likes to move around, you may find that you travel somewhere and you want to live there and you don't leave. So there's a lot of possibilities when you, when it comes to traveling that, that, you know, doors might open up. Um, just depends on where you're at in your life. If you want to just travel to get away from work for a couple of weeks, or if you can, you know, if you want to, you can't take time off work, but you just want to, you need to get away, try to plan a trip for the weekend, you know, and do what you can to, to travel. Yeah. So uh, like, I don't want to sound like one of those hipster millennials who do what you got to do. No, says, but like definitely you know, travel just for the coffee. Yeah. But I mean, if you're listening, donuts. if you're listening to this and we'll put this in the show notes, we'll put our Facebook page and definitely hit us up and, and tell us some of your traveling tips and things that you enjoy doing or some questions you have about traveling that maybe we can try to answer and we can just start a conversation. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Well, well, well I hope you enjoy your trip, Nick. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll, we'll see you again real soon. Yeah. You will see me again real soon. I hope come back, <laughs> come back to me. Yes. Bring, bring me back all uh, those gifts. I will. <laughs> I, no one's already given me a list. It's like I'm Santa or something. Well, I mean, I don't know how, it's going to be like National Trouble Treasure the Louvre style, but so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might just get you a picture of the Louvre. <laughs> that would be actually really cool. It has to be on that parchment paper, though, and in like a glass like container thing. So. Okay. Well, until our next episode in a couple weeks. Stay classy. Bye.